0: you are now about to witness. Ian Corzine Audio. Welcome to Ian Corzine Audio. Today we're gonna be talking about TikTok algorithm secrets revealed. You know, there's been a lot of news stories out there, whether they be videos or whether they be articles on blogs, all about TikTok's algorithm and about how it makes people feel addicted to TikTok. They can't stop watching it. They spend hours a day going through the various videos and the funny thing is I've had some personal experience because with my kids they watch TikTok all the time and sometimes I've let them go a little bit too long and they get to the stage where they've gone through all the popular videos the best videos and they're just they just keep on watching they keep on watching kind of videos that really aren't that great so that algorithm is amazing so you know that algorithm was based on YouTube's algorithm Uh, It has to do with one major factor, and we'll talk about that in today's podcast, something that maybe you haven't considered, uh, something that maybe you haven't done as far as your own TikTok videos that might get you more views. Uh, Maybe someone will be addicted to what you have to put out. But I just want to talk about the background. So as we understand it now, TikTok has been downloaded over 3 billion times. There's only one other social media platform that competes With TikTok at that stage, as far as uploading, and that is Facebook. Facebook has been downloaded over 3 billion times, but that's saying a lot. That means that besides Facebook, besides Instagram, besides YouTube, TikTok is, I'm gonna say at least the most, the the current, the number one, the hottest social media platform out there. If you're not on it, you're just letting people not see you. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, on TikTok, if you haven't used it before, the first screen that pops up is a for you screen, and basically, what TikTok does, the algorithm puts forth the most popular, the most liked from the biggest creator videos for you to see. And basically, what it's doing is it's it's testing you. It's coming up with kind of an analysis of your personality, and it's based primarily on one big factor that we're going to talk about in later uh, in the later part of the podcast. But what it's also analyzing is whether or not the video was liked, whether or not the video caused a lot of people to follow the creator of the video, and also whether or not the viewer is from the same country as the creator. That also plays in to whether or not you're going to see more of the same type of videos. Now, TikTok mastered this platform, and the main thing that they did to be able to master the TikTok platform was the swipe up. You know, I think they looked at the various dating apps and they saw Swipe Right, Swipe Left, and they said, you know, we're going to do Swipe Up, kind of like Instagram and Instagram Stories. And what's so wonderful about it, it's so easy for people who are using TikTok to move on to the next video. And that is the factor that I wanted to bring to your attention today. The number one factor, as evidenced by a Wall Street Journal investigation from last week that determines whether or not your video gets more views or less views has to do with watch time. Let me repeat that again. The number one factor that is used by TikTok to analyze the quality of a video and to show it more or to show it less is watch time. Now, that is one of the main factors for YouTube too. And what's really interesting about this is that if you have a sophisticated algorithm like TikTok's, like YouTube's, watch time is all you need, basically. Because the algorithm and the AI and the platform have already analyzed the videos that you're watching and they know certain factors about those videos. They know how long it is, they know from where it was made, they know the substance of it. Was it a religious video? Was it a sad video? Was it a happy video? Was it a dancing video? And if you watched all of, you know, a 34-second dancing video, then that's telling TikTok that you like dancing videos. And the algorithm is going to give you more and more dancing videos. Now, one of the big complaints against TikTok is that it tends to push people to more extreme content. And that's one of the big criticisms that's been lodged against YouTube for the past, gosh, I wanna say four to five years. They're saying, listen, it takes people down rabbit holes and not in a good direction, not a rabbit hole of great dancing videos. It takes them to areas of misinformation or extreme political positions And that's not good for society. That's the argument. Now, part of me listens to the argument and knows that part of that is true in the sense that I've gone down YouTube rabbit holes or Instagram rabbit holes or certainly TikTok rabbit holes. But I want to also bring up to your attention the other countervailing point, and that is maybe it's not the algorithm's fault. Maybe there's just a lot of people who are interested in extreme content. You know, I think a lot of times the social media commentators out there tend to blame the platform when the platforms are just, for lack of a better phrase, they're just robots and they're just judging from what uh, the human input that we give them about what you would like. So a lot of times my first thought when we're talking about whether or not these algorithms push extreme content and conspiracy theories is more just like, no, maybe humans are just interested in this stuff. And. These algorithms, these platforms allow humans to go down that road. So I would love for you guys to think about that point And let me know in the show notes or maybe in the video comments uh, that, are, that are part of this podcast, let me know what you think about that dichotomy. Is it the algorithms' fault? Are they causing us to go to extreme content? Or, you know, here's a novel concept. Are we just interested in extreme content and the algorithms give it to us? Thank you so much for joining me, Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer. We'll see you next week.